Welcome to WADA, ADA Live Talk Radio, brought to you by Southeast ADA Center, your leader for information, training, and guidance on the Americans with Disabilities Act. And here's your host. Welcome to WADA ADA Live. On behalf of the Southeast ADA Center, the Burton Blatt Institute at Syracuse University, and the ADA National Network, we welcome you to the 17th episode of ADA Live. My name is Pam Williamson, and I am the Project Director for the Southeast ADA Center. Our guest today is Mark Johnson, Chair of the ADA Legacy Project and Director of Advocacy at the Shepherd Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Our topic today is the ADA Legacy Project. ADA Live listening audience, you may submit your questions about the ADA Legacy Project at any time on adalive.org. Mark, welcome to our show. Well, Pam, I want to thank you for this opportunity um, to, to share with your listeners just kind of where we are and what the opportunities are. Fantastic. Well, the ADA National Network, and in particular the Southeast ADA Center, is very pleased to be a partner of the ADA Legacy Project. But we would like you to tell our listeners more about the project and the Disability Rights Center. Well, you know, some of your listeners may have remembered a a documentary called Life's Worth Living. It's it's a documentary of the of the disability rights movement from 1968 um, to uh, the signing of ADA in 1990, and ultimately that documentary you know wound up on uh, public broadcasting. But before then, we we screened the documentary here in Atlanta at the the Shepherd Center, and I was talking to the the, the producer and the director, and and talking well, well, where did you get your content, and was it hard to find, and you know. Um, you know, just what's your experience? And they said, well, you know, you know, the disability rights movement is a, is a story that still hasn't been, to, you know, heard by many people. And 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 it was a little difficult to find some content. And so I made a pleasure that time to kind of bring people together uh, to talk about how could the movement collectively, you know, do a better job of preserving our history. I mean, you can't tell the story if you don't preserve the content. And so. In August of 2012, um, we had some people from around the country. You know, some were activists, some were organizational reps, some were government reps, some were librarians, some were people that make documentaries, some were curators of museums, and we we began to talk about, you know, how who's already doing good stuff, and how might we collectively do a better job, once again, of preserving um, uh, the content related to disability rights movement, so more and more people in the future could learn about uh, the movement. And especially, you know, new folks, folks that are born with disabilities or uh, acquire disabilities, but they could learn some about their roots. And so we had this great conversation, and that turned into concept that ultimately turned into the ADA Legacy Project. And so in 2013, we hit the ground running, not just talking about, you know, how do we do a better job and how do we do it uh, uh who do we do that with of preserving history? But, you know, hey, we have this significant anniversary, meaning this year, July 26, being the 25th anniversary of ADA. And how might we use that date as a, as a call to action, a sense of urgency? Um, and so quickly the project turned into 
you know, three major components, you know, preservation activities, celebration activities, and, and education activities. And as you mentioned, one of the first networks to step up and say, hey, we want to support that and we believe in that, we want to help do that was the National ADA Network. So that's kind of a little bit, kind of let, it was from a screening of a documentary to a, a gathering, a conversation that became a concept, became a project, and and and, and now we have not just the ADA Network as a partner, but now we have 21 other partners that that are, are all working on, you know, one or more of those items I mentioned and, and actual anniversary activities. Mark, that's so exciting to hear about the the concept being born into this project. That, that as and with the word legacy, we always know that that's something we want to carry forward. So that's so exciting to hear about. Now, I understand that the one of the key parts at this point of the Legacy Project is the Legacy Tour that is occurring. Uh, can you tell us more about that and where the tour has been so far? Sure. Um, you know, probably some of you may, some of your listeners may remember, but you know, back when um, before the ADA Amendments Act became law, um, a guy named um, Jim Ward and his family in one RV, and Tom Olin and another RV did what they called the Road to Freedom Tour. And they went around the country for a year, um, you know, uh, educating people about the ADA and and the need to pass the ADA Amendments Act. And when that finished, the vehicle was stored in Sacramento, California, and people kind of lost track of it. And so one of our partners became the Disway Rights Center, which is uh, right now based in, in Oregon. Um, and they wanted to purchase the vehicle, um, you know, get it back on the road, and help build momentum toward the actual ADA anniversary. So last July, uh, we kicked off the uh, the, um, the ADA Legacy Tour uh, in Houston. Um, one is a lot of reasons. George Bush from there, you know, Lex Frieden, who was, you know, with the National Council on that time, the National Council on the Handicap, um, and was instrumental in getting, you know, toward independence uh, written and that, that recommended that we needed a comprehensive civil rights act and also was instrumental in getting uh, the original draft of ADA done. So we kicked it off in Houston. And last year we traveled 12,000 miles and we went through 18 states. Um, we start up again unofficially at the end of this month and officially the first week in March um, to once again go to over 40 cities and many more states building toward the, the actual anniversary. And right now the tour is scheduled to arrive in D.C. around 11 o'clock on July 26, um, which is the anniversary at the American History Museum. And then it will be going over to the Kennedy Center that evening for a um, uh, ADA 25 um, celebration event. So, you know, it, it's been on the road. It, it's getting back on the road. There's, you know, you can follow it on um, Twitter or Facebook or or even check out the website and see it. But that's kind of how the, the whole thing's come together. It wasn't an idea at the first gathering. It was a, a group came to us and said, hey, we know where this old vehicle is. We'd like to be part of the anniversary uh, why don't we hit the road a, a year out and build toward the actual uh, anniversary? We said, um, let's partner up and make it happen. Yeah. 
Well, it sounds like it's been quite an adventure so far. Can you t- give people the website so that they can uh, look up your Twitter and Facebook account? Yeah, um, it's it's adalegacy.com. You can do dot org dot net dot whatever, but you know adalegacy.com, and that that will take you to you know the home page, and then there's a section on the top right over there where you click where it says um, ADA 25 and tour, and they list you know the cities it's been to, some of the images, and some of the stories about you know past stops. And then it lists out all the next stops, um, you know, once again, uh, with one actually at ATIA in Orlando at the end of this month and then uh, officially starting in Austin, Texas, the first week in March. But all the routes, are, I mean, all the cities are there. Um, I mean, I know that the networks, and I mean, ADA networks involved in, in the National ADA Symposium, you know, in, in May and and. You know that's one of the stops. So there are, like I say, 40 plus stops uh, right now um, that we're uh, working with different host committees and planning different activities. And you're right. The ADA National Network is a part of one of the stops. It will be in Atlanta uh, the week of May 10th for the ADA Symposium. So we're very excited about that. Uh, Mark, can you? Ex- uh, describe the ADA bus. Tell us more about it. What does it look like? What can people expect when they get there? Give us that it's, visual. The visual is, is, you know, it's a 37-foot RV. Uh, also has a trailer on the back. So total length, it's about 50 feet. Um, there are images, pictures, uh, wrapped around the RV, you know, both of pre-ADA and the signing of the ADA. Um the actual website on the um, um, you know vehicle is from that um, tour we talked about eight years ago, Road to Freedom. Um, you know, it's, there's obviously part of the design is like a, almost like American flag. Um, um, so it's 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 pictures of pre-ADA and passage of ADA on the on the trailer, which is kind of interesting. On the back of the trailer, it's it's a chalkboard. And so literally when, um, for example, like when it went through Louisville, Kentucky for a gas stop, uh, the the Center for Accessible Living in Louisville, Kentucky filled it up. So we were able to put thank you, you know, a thank you note on the back. When it was out in Albuquerque, um, there was a um, young person with a display out there who was quite artistic, and uh, she drew uh, an image of Justin Dart onto the chalkboard. So the the message on the chalkboard, which is on the back of the trailer, changes, you know, stop to stop. So you have a rolling billboard on the back of, on the back of the trailer. Right? Big old chalkboard like everybody used to seeing in school and and we carry around the materials for it and saying, "Hey, you want to write something on it? Do you want to do you want to draw something on it?" And that's what people are doing. That is great. That's an awesome way to get people involved, too. I I love it. So, well, you mentioned Tom Olin earlier. So, what is his connection to the project? We know he's driving the driving the bus, but you know, tell us a little bit more about Tom and his involvement. Tom, um, you know, has been taking uh, pictures of the movement for probably forty years. Um, in fact, his entire collection of photos just got transferred from. Um, 
Marquette University to to the um, University of Toledo uh, in Ohio, and only a handful of the photos right now are um, digitized or, or even accessible to our community for its usage. So Tom is is first and foremost a he's a nice person, good person, has some good activist progressive roots, um, but he's a photographer and. So when he did this um, original Road to Freedom tour about eight years ago, he was wondering if there would ever be an opportunity for him to hit the road. And, and some of this whole, you know, both the Road to Freedom uh, tour and this tour are all inspired by, as as many of your listeners may remember, when Justin and Yoshko Dart traveled around the country a couple times, back and forth, to, to gather stories about discrimination and, and present those journals that people took the time um, to create, you know, as part of the testimony of why an ADA was needed. So so the original Road to Freedom and, and, and this tour are inspired some by the darts. Um, Tom has been taking pictures of the movement, like I say, for 40-plus years, and, and some of those images are on the website. Some of those images are on the commemorative publication. Um, and you'll begin to see more and more of those images, um, the, the National Center for Civil and Human Rights, which opened up here in Atlanta back in June, has some of those images. Um, so a lot of Tom's work is now finally finding its way to mainstream where people are seeing it. And so he took literally a year off uh, starting last July to be the primary um, driver of the vehicle. Um, you know, he was he, he left his job in Milwaukee and has been in the vehicle since. And in some cases, what I mean is literally in the vehicle, because um, you know he's he's driving it, living in it, trailer parking it, jumping in hotels. But that's who Tom is just just a good person and uh, a photographer whose work is finally finding its way uh, in front of many more audiences. Mark, it's so great to hear about Tom and his work and the fact that it's now getting out into the public, so I am really excited about that. ADA Live listening audience, if you have a question about the ADA Legacy Project, you can submit it at any time at our online forum at adalive.org. And now a word from our sponsors. The mission of the ADA Legacy Project is to preserve the history of the disability rights movement, celebrate its milestones, and educate the public and future generations of advocates. The project projects that over 250 ADA 25 events will occur this year. Over 40 projects involve the ADA Legacy Tour. The Disability Rights Center, a project partner, is providing support for the tour. To learn more about the ADA Legacy Project and its partners, visit www.adalegacy.com. ADA Live listening audience, welcome back. Mark, we spoke earlier about the partners uh, that are working with the project, and I believe you said there were currently 21 partners. I know that, again, that the ADA National Network is one of those partners. Who are some of the other project partners, and where can we learn more about them? Well, first of all, they're, they're all listed on the website. Um, if you go to the bottom of the page, you know, where you see the preserve, celebrate, and educate, 
um, headings under each of those is a li- an alphabetical listing of the partners under each of those categories. So there, there are preservation partners, there's celebrate partners, and there's educate partners. Um, early on, um, obviously, there was you guys in the ADA network as as a strategic partner. Uh, one of the other early on strategic partners was Abilities Expo. I mean, some of you are aware of of, of that um, show that goes to six or more cities around the country. And last year they hosted the tour in three of those cities, both Houston, Boston, and, and San Jose. Um, one of the other early on partners um, was a group, um, some of you may actually have the calendar or may have given money to her um, um, Kickstarter campaign, but there's a, a lawyer um, out in Colorado who was an attorney for the Department of Justice um, when ADA passed, and she now um, works for the Department of Ed in the regional office um, in Colorado. And but she's a photographer as well, and she wanted to, you know, take pictures of of images that show the progress. Meant Tom much. Obviously, the bulk of Tom's work is about the past, um, and she wanted to take pictures of the present to show what difference. ADA had made. Well, the project itself is not got a lot of money, and we're not a grant-making entity, but we're happy to bring attention to the work that people are doing and and try to promote them. So she created a Kickstarter campaign, and, and it was successful. And as one of her contributors, I know I just got her calendar, but her ultimate goal is a, a coffee table book that would be available by July of um, this year. Uh, another strategic partner is Beacon Press. Um, they hired Leonard Davis out of Illinois to write a 25th anniversary of ADA book. Um, it will be available this July. Um, the Minnesota uh, Council on Developmental Disabilities was an early partner, and their website um, is loaded with probably a million-plus dollars' worth of disability rights content, but it was kind of lost in their website, so they repurposed it repackaged it, and you can literally go into their website and you can, starting 12 months out from, meaning last July, um, you can learn about what was happening um, that led to the passage of ADA every month. You know, what hearing, what newspaper articles, you know, um, what activities, what actions, um, and it's a countdown, so it's 12, 11, 10, 9. So it's, it's really a countdown literally to the anniversary. Um, so they're, like I said, well, counting y'all, there are 22 strategic partners. Each are doing a piece, whether it's um, you're helping support the tour directly, whether it's, um, you know, doing a book, whether it's um, doing a, um, for example, a journal, the Society on Disability Studies, does an annual academic journal anyway, and so it was pretty much a no-brainer for this year's journal, which will be out in late spring, to focus on ADA, and not just the past, but the focus of that journal will be on the past, the present, and the future. So all those all those partners are, are listed there. Um, you know, their, their logo's there. You can click it on, and you can contact them directly to find out, you know, just what they're doing and um, I mean, there are people already trying to schedule the ADA image photo exhibit. There are people out there already scheduling uh, book signings of the book. Um, so 
all those partners out there, you know, um, you know, doing what they're doing and what we're trying to do with the Legacy Project. I mean, we're a little overwhelmed um, and not staffed up much, but just trying to keep that content up on the website so people understand just how much is going on. Um, I mean, it's it's as you mentioned earlier, the, the ADA symposium. Um, here in Atlanta in May, and there's also the Society on Disability Studies conference here in June. Um, you know, so there there's some also conference strategic partners. You know, um, so there's a lot going on, a lot going on, and and the best place to find the information is the website. Excellent. So, well, is there still time for someone, someone or an organization to become a partner? Do they? Is there? And what are the criteria? Um, the, 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 first of all, it's not too late. Second of all is the criteria keeps evolving. Basically, it's people who are doing something related to, to the, the ADA and to the anniversary. Uh, I mean, just last week, um, well, actually for a couple months, but just last week we pulled the trigger on a partnership between um, uh, us and it's called Music to Life. And Music to Life, um, some of your listeners are as old as I am, and so they probably remember Peter, Paul, and Mary. Um, well, Peter and his daughter Liz started a uh, nonprofit called Music to Life. And what Music to Life does is use, uses music to engage people in social change. And they wanted to be involved in, in the anniversary. So we talked to them for months until we could kind of figure out just what, how could we support each other? Um, and they recently got a seed grant to start their initiative related to the ADA 25. So it's not too late. Um, there is some criteria on the website. Um, but what we do once we kind of talk to people and figure out what does it look like, um, then um, we then put your uh, logo up and put a brief description. So there's obviously many ways that organizations or people can partner, uh, maybe financially or uh, services in various ways, and just this need to be able to talk to someone about what that would look like, right? Right. You know, there's um, a couple links on there, either to Kristen Vincent, who's coordinating this, or to myself, um, you know, just to talk it through. Because sometimes it takes talking it through. Some people don't understand you know the history of the project. They don't understand what's already being done. Um, you know, you know, all of us have, you know, ideas greater than sliced bread. But guess what? Bread's already been, you know, invented. Um, and so sometimes people are humbled by what's already going on and the synergy that's already going. On. So sometimes people who have an idea uh, just join someone who's already implementing that idea. And so sometimes that initial conversation is um, already happening. Do you want to be involved? That sounds great. Now, ADA Live listening audience, I do encourage any of you that want to partner with the ADA Legacy Project to visit the website at adalegacy.com. Mark, I understand that the project is also encouraging people to tell their stories, but what are you looking for and how can people share their stories? Well, there's actually a section on there um, that needs a lot more information. But you, you, when you go to the, 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 the Legacy website, you know, at the top again, you know, where also that ADA 25 and tour link are, there's a link there called Get Involved. And when you click that on, you're going to see four choices. 
you're going to see one uh, a choice that allows you to see what may be going on in your state. And right now, we don't literally have the bandwidth to call around and find out. So what we're doing is people are beginning to contact us and saying, hey, for for example, I was on the phone more recently with some partners in North Carolina and before that in South Carolina. And right now, if you click on North Carolina and South Carolina, you wouldn't think anything was going on. Well, there's a lot going on, you know, related to the anniversary. So the idea uh, ultimately is to have more of that, and we're doing that somewhat with the with the the ADA networks to get some of that content up there, meaning what we hope ultimately is that every ADA 25 group out there is is listed so that if you're not already part of it, you know how to become part of it. And so you can click that on. You can click on the calendar and see some of the um, events coming up, some of the tour dates, some of the conference dates, um, some of the release of information dates. Um, there's also a section that says stories. And so you know, there was a group out in California at the San Jose stop that, you know, it was like because of the ADA and, and people would tell their story. Um, there's a, I, I just got a uh, article off um, um, the um, disability.gov website, a blog post of where a gentleman was working with his, his public library and the uh, Aging Disability Resource Center and some other disability groups in the community to, to identify 25, um, you know, things that make the world more accessible. And we're not just talking about ramps, as he says. Um, and so we're just running across some of this activity and trying to bring it into the website so people can say, hey, I don't need to reinvent the wheel. Um, I can maybe have my own version of my wheel in my own community, but there are other there are ways to engage by hitting that get involved. Um, I think also, as you're well aware, there's ways to just call your local, you know, ADA center and say, hey, what's going on? Do you know if anything's going on in my town or my state? Who should I call? You know, or we hope people call y'all and call us and just say, hey, this is what we're doing. Please list us. And, Mark, that's a great segue because we're one of the ways that our center, the Southeast ADA Center, is partner, partnering with the ADA Legacy Project is we are hosting ADAanniversary.org, which is an ADA anniversary toolkit. And we're encouraging people to put all of their events uh, online and also to use that toolkit in order to be able to promote their ADA 25 events. So this is a way, this is one of the, just highlights yet another way we're partnering and giving people the opportunity to tell their stories and be involved in the community. Um, are there yeah, other... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, well, that's the, the beauty of that is like, you know, even like the, um, the Kennedy Center event on the 26th and other events that would be in D.C. is you don't have to be in D.C. for the anniversary. I mean, if you want to, great. If you're not doing something in your community, you've already done something in your community, great. Um, but a lot of stuff's going to be live-streamed as well. And so, you know, there are people already going, well, tell me what's going to be live-streamed. I might host a little party at my house, you know, and invite my friends over, and we'll, you know, enjoy that performance or listen to that speech or whatever. So there, you know, there's really... There's no, in my mind, there's no reason why uh, anybody should not be part of this, can't, can't be part of this anniversary. There's just I no agree. reason. I agree. I agree. There are multiple avenues and multiple multiple ways to do it. So, now, And people have been doing stuff. You know, that's the good thing about it. Some of this is not new. 
I meant your uh, um, adayanniversary.org website has been around for several years. And, you know, um, just last, you know, in 2014, I know I enjoyed going and seeing what some of the communities were planning. Um, and so, um, you know, it, it's really, um, this is a unique opportunity because it's 25th. Uh, but what we obviously hope is, is, is you go back to that word legacy and saying, hey, you know, it's it's not an end. You know, it's just, uh, you know, making it more robust for the future. Exactly, exactly. So, well, at this time, we're going to pause for a word from our sponsors. The Southeast ADA Center is your leader in providing information, training, and guidance on the Americans with Disabilities Act and disability access tailored to the needs of business, government, and individuals at local, state, and regional levels. The Southeast ADA Center, located in Atlanta, Georgia, is a member of the ADA National Network and serves eight states in the Southeast region. For answers to your ADA questions, contact the ADA National Network at 1-800-949-4232. Mark, we've talked about many of the the three parts of the ADA Legacy Project, and we are really interested in the mission to educate the public and future generations of advocates. Can you talk more about what some people are doing to educate our next generation? Yeah, I think we go back to, um, you know, the, um, well, a couple things. One is obviously one of our partners is is as um you know, Allison Gilkey and, and Eric Nadell. They're the producer and director of, of Life's Worth Living. Um through a grant they're out of Boston and through a grant they were able to take that documentary and they were able to turn it into two fifteen minute um uh, documentaries and develop a school age curriculum. So right now if a community wanted to get that documentary and that curriculum over to a school teacher this spring so they could begin to help the kids and the teachers and the parents and the whole school understand the anniversary come up. In fact, it's the 40th anniversary of IDA as well. It's the 50th anniversary of Medicaid and Medicare. So there's a number of significant anniversaries occurring this year. And so the opportunities, you know, um, to educate, you know, the public and 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 young advocates is 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 staring us right in the face. Um, one of our partners um, is called Six by Fifteen. Now that's you know if you if you spell it out, it's just you know six by fifteen dot org. And what that is is a, a group of national organizations. Last July, released a. Um, uh, statement saying here are six goals that we'd like to believe our country can accomplish by the end of 2015. So once again, you know, the, the conversation, gosh, back in, in, you know, seems so long ago now, um, you know, at the initial gathering was about the past. And, you know, we quickly got into the, the present and, and now people talking about the future, meaning we all know that ADA hasn't done all it could do, nor is it done um you know, accomplishing what it's going to accomplish. And so we still have a lot of um, work ahead of us, but we definitely have more tools. Um, some of those tools are um, available through the legacy website, and some of those tools are available through centers like yours. So, you know, the tour itself is educating some people. The the 6 by 15 campaign is educating some people. Um, 
you know, shows like this are educating some people. There's another show called Disability Matters that some of your listeners may be aware of that Joyce Bender's Bender uh, out of Pittsburgh does on a weekly basis. Um, there's some webinars going on. There's there's a lot of opportunities, you know, um, you know, where people don't have to spend a lot of money to access these these um, these these materials nor these opportunities nor these people. Well, Mark, as we get ready to wrap up for today, if you could sum it up in one short phrase, why is it so important to get the word out about the ADA Legacy Project and ADA 25? You know, it's pretty basic to me. I mean, you know, if we can sit, we can't let people, you know, do it for us. I mean, if we're going to wait around and have people do it for us, then then we get what we deserve. Um, so when I think about you know um, what I, I we, you know it's important to me and so I'm I'm going to make it important. So I can only encourage other listeners to say it's important to them and they want to make it important. And and it will only be as big as we want to make it. Um, meaning the anniversary could just slide by and your community might not even might not even you know know there was an anniversary. But you know. You know, I lived uh, before moving from the suburbs of Atlanta into Atlanta. I lived in a small community, and I knew when I I could go over to their Monday City Council, and I could sign up for public comment. And if I was still living in that small community or whatever side community, I'd go to City Council and I'm going. By the way, uh, my name is and and um, uh, don't know if anybody knows the anniversary's coming up, but it is, and want to know what. How the city wants to work with me to to commemorate that anniversary. So, I guess you know that's more than one word. But the bottom line is is this anniversary will only be as big as we want it, and 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 we have to be the ones that make it big. Well, Mark, I fully agree with you, and it's important to me as as well as the the AD is the Southeast ADA Center and ADA National Network. So. And as we get ready to wrap up today, I want to emphasize again that we are the ADA Legacy Project is about preserving the past, celebrating, and educating. And it's so very important that we remember this. And, Mark, I want to thank you um, for your time today and joining us for ADA Live, and I want to thank our ADA Live listening audience. The Southeast ADA Center is very grateful for your support and participation in our ADA Live broadcast. Also, remember, you may submit questions about any of our topics by going to adalive.org. If you have any questions about the Americans with Disabilities Act, please contact your regional ADA Center at 1-800-949-4232. Again, that's one 800 949-4232. All calls are free and confidential. Join us again next month on March 4, 2015 for another episode of ADA Live. Thank you for listening to ADA Live Talk Radio. Brought to you by the Southeast ADA Center. Remember to join us the first Wednesday of each month for another ADA topic. And you can call 1-800-949-4232 for answers to your ADA questions.